If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Hi, I'm Fisham Nahida. Hi, I'm HM London. But just call me London. It's just London, and this is PvP Corner, the PvP podcast that has strictly good vibes only. London, thank you for joining me. How are you, man? I'm doing great. You know, that's actually one of the models to my stream is good vibes and good vibes only. So that makes uh-huh. me even happier to be here. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly why we brought it up. You are famous for that. You are a very positive influence in the community. Do you want to tell us a little bit uh, about, you know, uh, where, where you fit in the landscape of PvP? Like, uh, who is London? Well, as I said, my name is London. I am located in on the best coast in SoCal. And I am a streamer. I stream Pokemon Go content. Um, it's primarily battles. And so I do my daily sets and GBL hit legend every single season. I would say I'm a legend battler. And yeah. um, I don't consider myself in the top tier of the best battlers in the world, but I'm definitely not um a newcomer to the scene i've been battling since the beginning and i kind of know what i'm doing but i do like to play primarily spicy pokemon that other people are afraid to use um so that's what people come to see um, on my stream Mm -hmm. so what have you been running lately i've been having a lot of fun running um reshiram it's one of the forgotten dragons uh, in master league but (laughs) it's it's really been the mvp for me lately so yeah Mm -hmm. Not necessarily spicy, spicy, but it's not a common pick in yeah. uh, Master League open format. And that is actually how your name came up for us. So DeFi and I are very famously, we have the best intentions when it comes to Master League. We would love to be able to play Master League, but we both of us do not play enough to be able to invest the resources into a lot of those big master league picks and so a while ago DeFi put a call out for like who are the best master league players around who who really does well in master league and one of the names that came up was yours london so that's uh that's that's why we've had you on our list of guests we want to have on ever since yeah that's i guess that's my claim to fame now is that i'm i'm a struggling <laughs> master league player and people come to see what to do and what not to do in the master league so <laughs> awesome i'm happy you all found me and I'm, I'm 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 happy to be here and just a quick one before we go on I'm, i've always been interested in I, I i always find it interesting the stories behind people's names where did the name london come from hm london so my yeah. so i i've always had this uh, i'm kind of embarrassed to even say this yeah. but <laughs> i'm a huge nerd especially a history nerd i love learning about all aspects of things past human past (laughs) and um royalty royal history um is one of the things that i really know a lot about and when you address a king or a queen you address them as his or her majesty and that's Uh, what the hm stands for and so hm london my name london hm london together is where you get my name Okay, so London is your actual real first name. London, no, London. Actually, London is not my real name. Okay, if I give you my government name, I'll have to kill you. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm right. just joking. No, no. I'm joking. My name is Ladarius. <laughs> okay, uh, but no one can really say that, so I always go by London. Okay, fair enough. Cool. All right. So, um, for I'll give, I'll give a quick update of what I've been running. I have been just languishing away in the like lowest level i i like to call myself the lowest elo streamer in, oh, in pokemon Go. <laughs> well i mean i was at the 2100s as of a couple of days ago so pretty darn low um no that proves that you're not i actually okay after i streamed the other day i saw someone that was in the 1700s believe oh. it or not and oh, they were trying hard too so uh you are definitely not the lowest i promise <laughs> 
Uh, well, I have actually improved a little bit from there. So I had a an Italian bat- battler named Emma Lunge. I've got to give him credit because he came into my stream on Wednesday and told me the team he's been running, which was Whiskash lead with Lickitung and a Bomber Snow in the back. And since starting to use that team, I ha- I think in like uh, seven sets, I've climbed like 200 points. <laughs> Oh, that's so, really good. And you yeah. said Lickitung, Whiskash, and Obama Snow? That's right. Regular oh, wow. Obama Snow with the Icy Wind. Oh, nice. Isn't mm. Icy Wind a big difference, like, with the meta? Yeah. Uh, like, being able to drop the opponent's attack makes such a huge difference to so many matchups. Yeah, for sure. I actually have hit Legend before with Obama Snow, so I know how powerful that Pokemon can be. And so mm-hmm. a lot of people have their guard down now, and Obama Snow can can sneak in there and put in work. Yeah, for sure. Like a lot of teams are like at least two times a week to it. Like you're, they're running like uh, Lantern and Gligar or, or exactly. Polyrath and Gligar. And even more Azumarils nowadays. I'm seeing a yes. lot more Azumarils yeah. popping up. So I can imagine that uh, Obama Snow really shines in those in those scenarios. Yeah, totally. Definitely a great Congrats on your game, game player. Oh, thank you. Uh, hopefully I can keep it going. Try and get maybe veteran by New Year or something. Yeah, you got this. And what are you running with your Reshiram? So right now the team that I'm really, really climbing with is Ho-Oh Lead. Mm-hmm. Reshiram, Safe Swap, and Palkia as a closer. Okay. So the Reshiram is running the Dragon Breath, and, uh, Fusion Flare, and yes. what's the other move? And Crunch. Crunch, cool. Yeah, the Crunch is really good uh, neutral play for um, a lot of scenarios. Uh, mm-hmm. And it also definitely super effective against those Garatinas. Uh, so mm. Reshiram is the MVP. Yeah, yeah, sounds good. And um, is there is there much rock t- damage going around? Because I know your your ABB weak, sorry, not ABA weak to rock there. Right. So the only two Pokemon that are really, I would I wouldn't even say common, but that you see running rock moves is Rhyperior or uh, Shadow Titar. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rhyperior doesn't run a rock fast move, so yep. you have. Ho-Oh is fine um, as long as you uh, properly shield uh, the Rock Wrecker. Mm-hmm. But Shadow Tyranitar could be a little annoying. What I generally do if I have a Shadow Tyranitar lead is I swap to Reshiram because at least I'm not taking double super effective mm-hmm. um, damage with the fast moves and I can get off some fast move pressure on that T-Tar. Yeah, and then just try and win back alignment for the end game so that your, exactly. your Ho-Oh is not matched up against it. All right, so... Uh, that's how we're going at the moment in Open Great League, Ultra League, and Master League. Coming up from the 29th of December to the 5th of January, we have the Open Great League is continuing, but then we have the Little Holiday Cup edition. So that is a 500 CP cup where only normal grass, electric, ice, flying, and ghost-type Pokemon are eligible. The Actually, the uh, notes here are a little bit out of date. The... The, the rankings have been updated because Smeargle, we believe, is now banned from the cup. So all that conversation about how unlikely it is to be able to get a lock-on flying press Smeargle is now a moot point because it has been removed and the rankings are a little bit different. Yeah, it seems like Smeargle always gets um, banned from these cups. Um, <laughs> and I, if I'm not mistaken, I actually have a Flying Press Smeargle. With Lock-On? I'm, I'm looking at it right now just to... Just to um, oh, I lied. Don't have it. <laughs> it's, it's very, very difficult because you can't get it naturally. We, we discussed this uh, a couple of weeks ago, I think. The, there's no Pokemon in the game that have the moveset of lock-on and flying press. So the only right. way to get it is by photographing a Pokemon with the move lock-on and either frustration or return because Smeagle can't learn either of those moves. And so if that happens, it randomizes what charge move it has. So if you do it enough times, eventually out of the dozens and dozens and dozens of charge moves that it's possible to get, eventually you'll randomize to a flying press one. But it is very difficult. 
by the time you get that, the cup will be over and you won't <laughs> even be able to play it. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. So now the new rankings are the top 10, Shadow Litwick at the top, Amora, Shadow Alolan Ninetales, Vigoroth, the Shadow and Regular Alolan Vulpix, Ducklet, Litlio, Wigglytuff, Shadow Alolan Marowak, and Eevee. Do you plan on playing this cup or do you... Absolutely not. No? <laughs> no, absolutely not. You're just going to stick to open, Yeah, um, I, I, I am an avid avoider of <laughs> And you know, it's interesting to me because a lot of people say, I, they, I, you know, London, I can't afford to play Masters. And then I look and they have like a hundred Pokemon that are powered up and ready to use in Little Cup. And I'm like, this could have <laughs> easily been three Pokemon for Masters. But no, I, I, I try to be... Re- it's just too many resources, in my opinion, to use. Mm-hmm. And it takes up a lot of space. And the Pokemon all faint so fast that it's like really not as the same kind of strategy. So I don't play the Little Cup too often. But I will say that Vigoroth looks really, really nice. Um, Vigoroth is just a strong Pokemon in general. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, you have your staples like Ducklet that always does well in little cup who knows you may see me out there in these gbo this rotation but i don't plan on it (laughs) if if you uh listener if you're playing little holiday cup and you match up with someone and you see the name hm london you send a screenshot to us yes please (laughs) (laughs) we'll give you a prize (laughs) i went back on my word yes Um, I am really liking the the Shadow Litwick at the top of the meta. We were we, like I just came off of uh, this morning as of this recording, doing our complete breakdown of the Little Holiday Cup. Myself and Lyle Jeffs on the Palatine PVP channel. What we discovered is that Shadow Litwick and Rockthrow Aurorus both do spectacularly well in the two shield scenario. So they can take out most things uh, just with fast move pressure in the two shields. Oh wow. Yeah. Litwick, and I'm assuming Liquid is running. What's the moveset on it? That is Ember, Mythical Fire, and Flame Charge. Ooh. So Mythical nice. Fire drops the opponent's attack, and Flame Charge will boost your attack. Right. Nice. Ooh. Okay. I may have to. I may have to take some notes <laughs> yeah, here. Yeah, totally. If things get ter- things get terrible in Open Great League, because <laughs> Open Great League is not my favorite either. But since mm-hmm. those are the only two choices, I may have to to bite the bullet and actually go into Little um, Holiday Cup. So, but we'll see. And I'll definitely keep that in mind. Coming up after that, maybe this will be more your flavor, London. We've got January five to January twelve. We have Open Ultra League and Great League Remix. As a reminder, the remix bans the top 20 most used Pokemon used by trainers rank ace and above. And that means the top 10 is Skarmory, both Shadow and Regular, Carbink, Mandibuzz, Gligar, Vigoroth, Mantine, Guzzlord, Shadow Poliwrath, Shadow Abomasnow in particular, and the XL Lickitung. So I'm going to guess, London, Ultra League more your flavor? Actually, Ooh. well, I do love Ultra League, but I I was looking at the meta for Great League Remix, and it does look like it could be fun. It could be enticing. Um, okay, I always find it interesting how they choose the top twenty, but that's probably another podcast. Um, <laughs> I do think Skarmory is going to be the MVP um, mm-hmm. for this cup, and so you know, if you're listening, those you definitely have to make sure you build a team that is going to counter that Skarmory because it looks really strong. But I'm a huge fan of Arctabax. And it's so fun. I do very well with that Pokemon. And so it's obviously weak to Skarmory, but if you can stay away from the Polyrath and the Skarmory, Arctabax looks really good against the meta as well. So yeah, I was looking at that Skarmory and like... uh the rest of the top 10 and i think skarmory does just beat the rest of the top 10 pokemon so i think you're right it is going to be pretty busted that pokemon 
Yeah, for sure. And I think they missed an opportunity here with some of the Pokemon that they took out mm. to kind of make it a little bit more balanced. But um, I do think, it, you know, the meta is going to be, for the first couple of days, I think it'll be just Skarmory everywhere. Mm. But as people build teams like, you know, using Charger Bug or other Pokemon that actually counter, you'll start to see more of those ground types come out. So I think it'll adjust as it always does. Like the you know, a dog chasing its tail for it. Mm-hmm. Um, by the end of the week, you will have like some kind of settled meta. But I am a huge fan of Ultra League. Yeah, I think Ultra League is the most balanced of all the leagues. Masters is my favorite, but Ultra League is yeah. really balanced. You have a very wide variety of Pokemon that you can use in Masters. I mean, excuse me, in Ultra League. With one of my favorites in Ultra League is Tentacruel. Yeah, Tentacruel is very good in Ultra. Yeah, uh, uh, and if only I had the XLs for it. Um, I, I think I've only got one, like, I've got two XL Pokemon for Ultra League, and they are the Umbreon and the Jellicent, uh, I believe, I've built. Um, but Tentacruel, wait, well, I mean, the Jellicent would beat the Tentacruel quite nicely, but other than that, you know, Tentacruel, I have seen, I've come across a lot of Tentacruel in my travels, and it's just got really nice coverage, both offensively and defensively. Yeah, for sure. And, 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 you know, if you can avoid Swampert, you know, you pretty much have a chance mm. with um, with Tentacruel. I, I think it's a really good Pokemon. And you're right, it does require Excels if you have an optimized one, but you could just, you know, take one that isn't optimized and utilize it. Um, and anyone out there listening, there's several teams that you can utilize that don't require any Excels, like Garatina and Dragonite. And, and, you know, the list goes on. I don't want to take up too much time, but <laughs> there are a lot of Pokemon that you can use in Ultra that don't need a single XL. Can you think of maybe one team that wouldn't require XLs or Legendaries off the top of your head? Absolutely. Yes, you can, I can. <laughs> I love running either Dragonite Double Steel yep. or Dragonite Double Fire. Ooh. So one of my favorite teams that I've hit Legend with more than once is uh, Shadow Dragonite, Blaziken, and Typhlosion. All non-legendaries and no XLs required. And it's a really, really, really strong team, surprisingly. Um, And if that's not your style, you want to go the double steel way, you could also run uh, Dragonite. Um, You can run... You can spice it up a little bit and run X Escavalier, or oh, yeah. you can run uh, Registeel. So those are options for you. Registeel, an optimized one, you can use Excels, but there are several people running um, Registeel. Oh, that's a legendary. I'm sorry, I shouldn't. I just use a different one. You can. I wasn't going to uh, pull you up on it, but <laughs> Kabayan. Kabayan. now that we're here, <laughs> Kabayan is also a legendary. <laughs> <laughs> so just go with my first answer then. Double double yeah. fire. It's a really good answer. Like I, I've always really enjoyed Typhlosion, and uh, when that thing gets a shield advantage and or a bit of energy lead, like that thing can absolutely go to town. Oh, for sure. You, you're like, how did it get another move? Yeah, it's it's <laughs> it's very scary. And with the Blaziken, are you running uh, Blast Burn and Brave Bird? I don't run Blast. I mean, I don't run Brave Bird. I'm sorry, I run. Blaze Kick and Blast Burn. Cool, cool. The double and there's slide. a lot of times where I really regret not having Brave Bird, but it, there's too many more times where the the you know the Blast Burn is just perfect. Yeah, yeah. Of course, that's the thing when when you're picking move sets. It's like everything has an advantage and a disadvantage. Yeah, for you sure. Got to just live with what you picked. Finally, looking one more week into the future, we have January 12 to January 19, and that is Open Master League back again, and the Fantasy Cup. The Fantasy Cup being a Great League Cup where Dragon, Steel, and Fairy types allowed. The rankings haven't been released on PvPoke yet as of this recording, but just having a think off the top of your head, what do you think might be on top of the rankings there? Well, I definitely remember Fantasy Cup from before. Um, it was a, it was actually pretty fun, and I think uh, Reggie Steel is a Pokemon that you you're definitely going to see a lot of because mm-hmm. it holds its own versus most of the steels, and it also just kind of does really really well against dragons. Um, mm-hmm. But one Pokemon that I think 
I would run is Escavalier. I I might seem a, I might be a little partial to Escav um, now that I'm thinking about it, but it's um, fun. I love Escav. Um, it's a really good Pokemon. It has good coverage, and as long as you don't run into like an Incinerate, because probably two a KO or three KO, <laughs> but yeah. um, you're fine. Another Pokemon that's really good is Galarian Weezing. It yep. has it's a really amazing safe swap in that meta, so uh, you can flip swap um, if you have the right move set, and uh, that's just going to be deciding what that move set is. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't mind. Shadow Dragonair? Shadow Dragonair is something that can turn the tables against a lot of things that people bring in to try and counter it. You need shields up, but if you can get it into that right situation, the Dragon Breath damage, even when resisted, combined with the Body Slams slash Aqua Tails, can actually like overcome an opponent before they realize what's what's happened. Absolutely. I totally agree with you. Shadow Dragon Shadow Dragonair is an incredible Pokemon and the moveset, it makes it really flexible. Mm. It's not really a bulky Pokemon, so you need to make sure you, you know, you line it up and you set it up for success. But I have been in situations before where I have a shield advantage and I've been in a zoom roll with yeah. my Shadow Dragonair. So that just speaks to how good of a Pokemon it is. Yeah. Uh, most fairies like Charmers. Mm you probably wouldn't be able to turn the tables. And I, I, I don't know about Carbink. I don't know how that matchup goes, uh, but the bulk might be a little too much for the Dragonair to handle. But against a lot of those steals, like you, you mentioned the Scavalier, like Dragonair would do pretty well against the Scavalier. Red Steel, it has a bit of play against too. Actually, yeah. If you, with the Dragonair on the Carbink, if you time your moves correctly and you don't allow any rocks, uh, any rock throws to sneak mm-hmm. through, you can get to, I believe, three mm-hmm. um, Aqua Tails pretty comfortably and threaten a shield. So that to me is a, yeah. is, 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 is a lot considering how bulky Carbink is. Yeah, 100%. All right, so that is our GBL section. A lot of information to digest there. Um, good to see. Oh, just one more thing. You're going to be playing Fantasy Cup or Master League? Well, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I'm going to definitely be playing Masters. Um, one thing that we didn't really talk about uh, is that during Master League rotation, there's always four times Stardust. Yes. Um, and so, you know, I always try and play Masters because... I mean, you get the Stardust with the Fantasy Cup too, but I just enjoy playing the Master League and, and really optimizing my play in, in, in that um, league. So I'll probably start out there, but depending if I'm Legend or not, I may dibble in some Fantasy Cup too. Mm, yeah, I... I should say dabble. <laughs> d- oh, what did you say? Dibble? I said dibble, but I meant dabble. Dibble, dibble in some... I mean, you can dibble or dabble. That's fine. Um, <laughs> Well, we we accept everyone here. <laughs> I, I feel like I've noticed just looking from afar that like anyone who can excel at Master League does very well ELO wise. Like, but I think Master League is where the biggest skill gap might be. Do you do you get that sense as well? Oh, I, I think it just depends on you as a person. I sure. think for me opposite i think the biggest skill oh, okay. gap for me is in great league and i think that's the reason why most of the tournaments are focused in that league mm-hmm. i think you know in masters i can take any move on any pokemon and not have to worry about fainting with that mm-hmm. one move whereas in great league even sometimes when you resist the moves it does just so much damage and so mm-hmm. it's, it's not only knowing typing and knowing matchups but also just keep it in mind like the bulkiness of pokemon so i actually think the skill gap is a lot it is is probably greater in the great league than it is masters i just think most people don't have the pokemon for masters but it gets more and more difficult each season as more and more people get those pokemon so i, I think it's easier to climb in masters than it is in great league honestly all right love that take so that means we are up to our in-game events section and first up we have the new year's event that is happening from january 1st 10 a.m to january 3rd at 8 p.m Listen to the main GoCast show to get the full details of the event. But of course, as always, we will just take a look at what you want to aim for from a PvP perspective. And from the spawns, there's not really too much 
happening of of huge relevance. The best ones, I guess, are your Jigglypuff and your Hoot Hoot. Maybe you could chase after some Bronze or XL for future Little Cups, unless they ban it in future. We've got uh, Raids, a little more happening there. You've got Bulbasaur, Charmander, and Skirtle, which are good in Great and Ultra League. The Megas have some play in Master League too, don't they? Yes, they absolutely do. Um, Blastoise is a really nice pick for one of your mega picks mm-hmm. for Masters, so I enjoyed that. And then also the Darumaka, uh, those XLs add up, and those are really nice because you have two different versions that you want to max out, uh-huh. so I would kind of go for those too. I did not know Darumaka had Master League play. Let's go. Yeah, you know, you can turn anything into a win if you line it up for the right way. Of course, yeah. Um, and then you've also got in raids the Hoot Hoot and Gengar as well. Mega Gengar uh, has a, a lot of play in the Master League as well. You've also got Buzzwall, which you can get if you are in the Americas. Unfortunately, here in Australia, we've only got Zerkatry, which is nowhere near as good. But Buzzwall is probably, I would say, the most meta-relevant of the lot. I agree, yeah. I, I really do need a really good Zerkatry just because... I want one. <laughs> you know, we always <laughs> want what we can't have. But it's yes, Buzzwall is definitely definitely has play in Masters. And, you know, if you can get those XLs for it in a good one, I would definitely invest in it. And finally, in Eggs, we've got Azuril, which that's that's absolutely meta-relevant. We've, uh, we've mentioned that the Azumarill has gotten a bit of a boost in the current meta and you want to get those XLs from those eggs to be able to build it. You've also got Cleffa is there. Clefable has made a bit of a surge in the play Pokemon circuit as well. And, of course, Igglybuff to get your Wigglytuffs for your Great League. Sounds like a double fairy team to me. <laughs> Have you ever done that? I am embarrassed to say yes. <laughs> Don't be embarrassed. You wear it loud <laughs> and proud, London. Yeah. Next up, we have the Rowlet Community Day happening on January the 6th, 2 to 5 p.m. local time. Decidueye, which is the fully evolved form of Rowlet, it's going to receive Frenzy Plant just like all the other starters do, but it's also going to receive a ghost move named Spirit Shackle. We don't know the stats of Spirit Shackle yet, but typically it tends to be like a bit of a, a cheapish low damage move, kind of like Blaze Kick on Blaziken and Razor Shell on on Samurai. So that's my kind of suspicion. Yeah, I don't have much information on it either, but I do know it will it will be interesting because I don't know how to pronounce the name, so I'm going to just call it DI. Okay. Well, not D5, but DI, you know. <laughs> um and it has the same attacks that is Trevenant. So, um it it's, mm. it has really nice attacks. And so thinking about future remix cups or things where they were Trevenant may not be available. This could be a pick. So it'll be interesting to see once we mm. get more information about its its uh, the move and if it's energy efficient and so forth. Yeah, yeah. It definitely has more variety in its moves than what Trevenant has. Like that Shadow Ball is, is really nice on Trevenant, but being able to, you know, switch and change it up between, you know, you got Leafage, Astonish, Magical Leaf on... Uh, for fast moves and then for charge moves you've got that frenzy plant you've got brave bird and you've got the spirit shackle as well so there's there's functionality there and you can kind of adjust it to however you want to play it yeah for sure finally this one is a bit of an unconfirmed one for us but uh we we've been reading that there is a shadow ho raid day coming up now Regular listeners of this show will know that I made a promise that like next time something really, really meta relevant came into raids that I would spend the money to like, like spend up, do as many like remote raids as I needed to, to get the XLs to build that thing up, but it's shadow version. So I can't really do that. My best hope is to try and find a spot with a lot of Pokemon Go players in my city and and just hope that I can get get to enough in person raids to to make a dent. Well, let me just tell you this. Yes, you need to do it. Um, right, Shadow, you need to do it. Shadow Ho Oh is absolutely incredible, and massive. Sure. It sure. is. It, it's a, it's just mind blowing to me how a little buff in the incinerate damage has just really made Ho Oh the an MVP of the Master League, and I think you need it. So definitely 
kind of corral, start corralling you know, <laughs> your local groups now to get ready for that raid days or the raid weekend. Um, that's what I've been hearing here. Um, so just get ready and, and raid as much as you can. I, I'll do my absolute darndest because, yeah, I do 100% want a uh, Master League ho So that is the in-game events section. Now let's move along to Grassroots PvP. We are getting closer to the start of Cycle 2 for Battle Frontier, and I have been hearing, London, that you have just joined a team. I have just joined the team. Um, we just made the announcement. I have joined the SoCal Squad Blues, the blue team. Mm-hmm. So my captain is RC Cola, who you, I'm pretty sure you you know and heard of, yeah. um, who yeah. is my captain. And uh, I'm super excited to be back in in a team style, I don't want to say factions, but a battle, what is it, what would you call this? <laughs> Show uh, six. T- uh, team style, team, team style grassroots PvP, I guess. Yes, there you go. Grassroots <laughs> PvP. There we go. And have you taken a look at the metas and which one appeals to you the most? I, I think I can guess. Well, yes, you can guess. <laughs> I am I am um, actually on for the Master uh, Master League Specialist. Mm-hmm. I haven't actually delved too deep into the other metas yet just because mm-hmm. I'm just, like, it's not even two weeks that I've been on the team and with the holidays and so forth, I haven't really had the chance. But I do want to be well-versed mm-hmm. in all the metas, so I am going to be looking at all of them. So then what is your thoughts so far on the Master League meta? What what are you looking at building? What what team of six are you looking to put together? Well, the Master League meta is is going to be very interesting. First and foremost, I think it all boils down to your style of play. I like risky, high attack Pokemon that that die really easily, <laughs> that <beat> really <laughs> quickly. Um, and so I'm going to have to avoid that because I've been seeing Zygarde's just pop up, you know, and they are really a pain to to deal with. So I need to make sure that when I build my team that I can handle Zygarde. So I'll probably be running, I don't know, um, maybe my 100% my Shadow Gardevoir. Who knows? Ooh, yeah. um, we'll, I, you know, like I said, I like spice. I like to catch people off guard. So yeah. that could be an option. I can actually tell you that um, there are a few Pokemon that have been banned from the meta entirely. Oh, and Zygarde is one of them. Okay, perfect. That's good. Okay, and I also think <laughs> Gardevoir, Gardevoir is banned too. So I guess I don't have to worry about that. Well, you know, one Pokemon that was really incredibly annoying for me um, previously was Slowbro. The oh, yeah. yeah. Um, and I'm looking at it, it's a B tier, so it's only two points. And the thing I like about it a lot is that it can play different. It can be it can be your water type or it could be a psychic type, depending on how you want to run it and play. It even has ice coverage too. So I might actually want to look at running Slowbro. You know what? Now that I'm looking at this in more detail, and, and I'm sorry, I'm just like on the spot, but let me just tell you one Pokemon that I think it never fails to do well in most scenarios is Kyogre. Ooh. Kyogre is an incredible Pokemon that even though it loses to your dragons, other than that, there really is no other Pokemon that just flats out beat Kyogre in the Masters League. Mm-hmm. So I'm just looking at maybe I need to build a team around Kyogre because Kyogre has to come. It, it, it has to come. It's really that good. Mm-hmm. So as I look at this graphic more and more, I'm thinking that I'm going to definitely bring a Kyogre, especially looking at the band Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Kyogre can do pretty well here. So what about a Kyogre Lugia core? How does that sound? It seems like it works. Um, you're going to be weak to Garatina Origin, uh-huh. but Lugia can kind of fight back against Origin with the Dragon Tail fast move pre- da- uh, damage. Mm-hmm. So it might work. Okay, I think okay. that's not a bad core. Uh, what else? There's uh, Meloetta. Meloetta is very good. However, it takes a lot of excels because you have to use your rare candy excels yeah another pokemon that you could if you want to use all your points <laughs> is zashian zashian is incredibly flexible mm-hmm. and there is no pokemon that's really safe against it at all like yeah. you know so if you wanted to use all your points you could combine those two together yep. and really just support it with some d tier 
Pokemon. Yep. And and still probably do pretty well. But this is going to definitely take a lot more thoughts. You know, I'm looking at these Pokemon and I like want to run everything and obviously I can't. <laughs> so now that I'm thinking about this, I actually probably would leave Zacian on the bench and run Kyogre and Dragonite. Okay. Kyogre and Dragonite together are really strong. Dragonite can beat Dialga. And um, if you land the superpower, mm-hmm. and it can beat the other dragons because Dragon Claw, the other Pokemon don't really have, the other dragons don't really have Dragon Claw. Mm-hmm. So you're going to get to your moves faster. It's good against like Pokemon like Solgaleo, which are really popular now because it resists the fast moves. So Dragonite is actually, now that I'm looking at all of these Pokemon here, Dragonite can beat, I would say, 70% of these Pokemon. Yeah, right. And it doesn't, it's a Pokemon that's been around since the beginning. So Excels really shouldn't be that hard for people to to get for Dragonite. It is the one Pokemon that I have as a hundo and level 50. <laughs> the there solitary you Pokemon. So you would absolutely be running Dragonite with your, in your lineup yeah, for sure. 100%. So what would you then add to the team to be able to take on an opponent that has Dragonite in their line? Probably Lugia. Cool. cool. Since Lugia is a two, is a B tier as well. And mm-hmm. I'm surprised at Lugia being B tier considering how good it is. Uh-huh. You know, Lugia doesn't really lose heart to most things. Like there's nothing that you can bring in that you are, even a Metagross, if, if you land uh, an Aeroblast and they don't shield, and you have at least a quarter health, you can actually win that matchup. Yep. So I'm surprised that Lugia is 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 beats here. But yeah, I would run a Lugia with to kind of supplement my uh, Dragonite. Okay, so Lugia, Dragonite, and Kyogre would be eight points, which means the rest of your team, the other three Pokemon would have to be all zero point picks. Can you think of anything that is a D tier Pokemon that's not on this graphic? that might be good value yeah you know one pokemon that i was so annoyed by in a critical week in factions was swampert uh-huh. um, i don't see swampert on here I'll just make sure i'm not overlooking it but yeah swampert actually is really really strong um it's going to beat all your steel types so you know people are going to want to flex their you know, they're, they're um, Sogaleos. People mm-hmm. are going to want to bring their Ho-Ohs. People, you know, Swampert is really good against a lot of common Pokemon. So I think I would bring Swampert that's going to help with the Steel types that are going to be targeting my Dragonite and my uh, Lugia. Um, so I think I would bring that as well. I don't see Excadrill anywhere. Like, I'm, I'm trying to look at the band list. I'm trying to look at all the tiers. I don't think I yeah, see Excadrill. Yeah, it's not here. Yeah, and so... Excadrill is great. Yeah, I think that's a pretty solid value one as well. Yeah, for sure. Excadrill is, is, is very, very, very strong. Mm. I would probably bring an Excadrill. Another Pokemon that I'm not seeing, and I just want to make sure I'm not, is Garchomp. Garchomp is actually very strong, too, as long as you don't get lined up with the um, Togekiss. Garchomp has play against a lot of things as well. Look, I see a Garchomp in the ban list, but I think that might be the Mega version. Yeah, that's the Mega Garchomp, not the normal Garchomp. So yeah, normal Garchomp. There's there's some really nice picks in the zero zero pointer, the DT. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Let me look at my Master League uh, Pokemon really quickly because I want to give some of the people listening just a little bit more. Well, Metagross. Um, I don't see mm-hmm. Metagross listed. Metagross is actually a really strong choice too because Metagross is going to beat all of the dragons except Giratina. Yep. It could beat most of the dragons um, comfortably. Um, and it also is going to beat your fairy types as well. So that's a huge chunk yeah. of what you normally see. It's a big core breaker. Yeah, it's a core breaker for sure. And being that it's not listed on the infographic, it people probably forget that it's there. Yeah, so good point. They probably don't plan for it. 
So a lot, basically, a lot of your your Master League Premier picks aren't here because I'm mostly not seeing like Togekiss. Right. Yeah, Togekiss is not on here, and Togekiss and Kyogre really complement each other. Yeah. Kyogre handles the steel types and the fire types that are good against Togekiss, and by and Togekiss covers the dragons that are good against Kyogre. So they 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 complement each other really well. So Togekiss could also pair well with Kyogre. All right, so uh, you you heard all this from your from your two favorite Master League specialists yeah. <laughs> in <laughs> London and Fish on a Heater. There you Coming go. to a Master League meta near you. Um, so that is the uh, the grassroots section for this week. We will be back. DeFi will be back soon, and we will cover the other metas a little bit more, so, such as the Enchanted meta, the Ultra League meta, and your two Great League metas. In the meantime, let's move on to the Play Pokemon section. I have not asked you this, London. Have you been participating in the Play Pokemon circuit? You know, that's a very good question. So I'm going to give you a little bit of a long-winded answer really let's quick, do if you don't mind. I had the privilege to attend the very first Play Pokemon ever regionals in Germany. I loved it so much, but I never wanted to compete. Okay. So I only competed... For the first time this month, um, I competed in a local tournament that we had here. I, I, I did terrible. I think I was like ninth <laughs> place or something like that. Uh, out of how many? I think it was maybe 20 people. Uh, it's first. not bad. It's terrible. It was <laughs> terrible. Um, I honestly, as I and I shouldn't admit this, but I didn't even really... I picked my team as I was in traffic on the way to the actual <laughs> event. Um, I, I I just wanted to do it just to get it over with and say that I did it. But I had so much fun. And I not really consider myself as really com- as a competitive person, per se. But it made me want to do better. Okay. So I did another one and did even worse than the first time. <laughs> but... I know what my mistakes are. I'm just trying to be too spicy and not really having okay. a solid core that's strong. So yeah, that's the answer is yes. I just started this month in December competing in the local tournaments, the play ter- the you know the play Pokemon uh, tournaments, and I plan to do a few more, and we'll see how it goes. Yeah, sure. Are you planning on participating in any upcoming regionals? Yes, Los Angeles will have a regionals here mm-hmm. in May. I don't know if you meant any sooner than that, but um, it looks like a lot of the Just regionals. Whenever. Yeah, so I do plan on attending the one here in LA in May. Yeah, awesome. So for me, my next one is in Melbourne, and that is in uh, February, I believe. So you've got a bit of a wait. Yeah, the meta will look different in May than what it is looking like now, whereas I'm like Absolutely. right at the end of this current yeah. meta. For sure, it will look different. I'm sure they will have a new season by then, and so we'll have mm-hmm. some mood changes. Yeah, and I always like to see that. I like to see yeah. those how everyone adapts, and it keeps everything fresh. Yeah, hundred percent. Listeners of this show will, will know that I I get bored easily. <laughs> I, I I kind of thrive on novelty and and things changing. So the same here. That's the reason I don't love Great League is because if I see another lick of tongue, I'm probably gonna pull my hair out. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I was, I was so just like campaigning for Metacham to get a nerf just because, like, uh, like a lot of people brought up the the perfectly good point that in in the last meta that we had, even though Metacham was so dominant, like it was still a very balanced meta. There was still a lot of counterplay amongst all those picks, but I was still like, I just don't want to see Metacham anymore. I've been seeing it way too much. It's, we need to break up. Yes, for sure. I think. <laughs> I totally agree with you. I am in love with this new meta. It feels like even Good. after all of these weeks, people are still trying to figure out what in the world is going on. <laughs> and I think that's that's healthy. That's that's healthy. Yeah. Yeah, totally. So the events that we have upcoming, we have from the 5th to the 7th of January, Portland in Oregon is happening. We th- These are fairly old numbers, but last we checked, 47 players registered for that. Charlotte, North Carolina, happening from January 19 to 21. 55 registered for that. Then we have Liverpool in the UK happening from the 27th of January to 28th. 92 registered for that. After that is Melbourne in Victoria. There is 48 people registered for that. 
including me. And finally, Dortmund in Germany happening from the 10th to the 11th of February. And then in May, we've got Los Angeles where you might get to say hello to London. You know what, Fish? It's, uh, this is a, a little bit of a sidebar-ish, but I'm a huge tennis fan. And okay. the Australian Open is happening at the end of January. Like, oh. if I'm crazy enough, I would actually go to the Australian Open and do the Melbourne um, Regionals. <laughs> oh, snap. But that means accommodation is just going to be awful. <laughs> That is true. I may have to sleep <laughs> outside, um, but I can bring my portable chargers and stuff and, you know, make it work. <laughs> I believe the um, the date of Melbourne was already moved once because of the Taylor Swift concert that was happening. Oh my I think it was like the next wow. weekend as well. So I don't think they're wow. going to move it again. <laughs> but, but like, yeah, Melbourne Pokemon regionals have a lot to contend with at this time of year. Yeah, for sure. Wow. Right, so let's move on to our mailbag. So, London, if you look behind you there, you'll see a, a little burlap sack with um, the name DeFi printed on it, like embroidered into it. Do you see that sack? No. No? Oh, you don't? Okay, hang on. I think I might have it here. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, oh, yeah, nope, you're right. It's here. I forgot to send it to you. Um, so if we look inside this sack, I, uh, I see one letter. I'm pulling it out. And I see this one is from Baby Evie, who sent this in on December the 10th. So Baby Evie says, Hi guys, I know I just wrote in last week, but I have a question about which snow run I should evolve into a Frostlass. I have a regular one that has decent stats and will be good for Great League. And I have a shiny one that has pretty mess stats and would be good for Little Cup Holiday Edition. I know that Frostlass is really good, and when I evolve one, what should its moveset be? May Bidoof smile upon you, Baby Evie. Aww. <laughs> Baby Evie, that, that's a really nice um, way to sign your for your signature for your, your mm-hmm. question. And also, shout out to you for being a recurring listener for the podcast. That's amazing. Yeah, totally. I would say that I would use, I would evolve it into a Frostlass for Great League. And I say that because mm-hmm. baby cups are not common. I mean, and I say not common, you have them every season, but the metas are always different. And so you may be able to use, you know, the snore right now for, you know, for the, the holiday cup, but then you may not be able to use that again for like another year. So really how much value are you getting out of it? Whereas Frostlash, you could use it anytime Great League is around. Um, and see, this seems like a better investment from from my perspective. Yeah, totally, I agree. And also, just um, the Frostlass is a lot better in Great League than it will be in this current little Holiday Cup meta because there's going to be a lot of flyers around, a fair few rock throwers. Um, the the things that Frostlass is doing, they tend to be outclassed by a lot of other like fire ghosts. So I don't think that you'll get a lot of use out of Frostlass in this meta. I think you're much better off building one for Great League where it's it's very, very good in Great League. I agree. Now I will say baby Evie, normally I am a I am a person that loves to use a shiny. Even if I have a, <laughs> a non-shiny that has better stats, I love flexing with the shiny. I'm with you there, but this particular scenario, I'm going to go with the non-shiny for Frostlass for Great League. So thank you, baby Evie, for writing in. And look, I uh, mentioned it last week, the mailbag is starting to run out. So make sure to get those emails in. I have held off a couple of questions for when DeFi is back. But uh, it's always good to have a little bit of a backlog so that we've always got some correspondence from you guys. And like I say all the time, it doesn't have to be just questions um, about like what's better in PvP. It could be just uh, responding to stuff we've mentioned on the show. Give a get, say hi to London. Give a shout out to <laughs> yeah. to him or to either of us. You can give us a, a weird hypothetical, which we always love to discuss so yeah write us in we'll give the details at the end of the show in the meantime let's go through some of the achievements that members of the community have made we've got the goatcast discord server and the pallet town pvp community that i help run in the pallet town community we've got dark wraith who has hit ace and dj valkyria who has hit the leaderboard congratulations to Ooh, those who very nice congratulations yeah. 
And in the go-kart server, we've got Tud Dunn, who's hit a season peak of 23.37. Modders has hit ace, and he's also achieved 2,500 Master League wins. Wow, that's amazing. Congrats. And then we're up to our shameless plugs. So, London, do you have anything to plug? Maybe just plug your your Twitch channel or any other uh, channels that you like, like Twitter maybe? Wait a minute. Can I say something really quick about your achievements? Oh, yeah. Please, please. So I want to just first of all say thank you to you as well as the entire Palatown community for just doing what you do. Oh, I appreciate um, that. I, I stream at night, and so generally when I leave the stream, sometimes there have been times, and this goes back for a year or so now, that I would kind of see who's on, and I would always pop in. And I, I've always enjoyed the type of community that you have curated um, in Palatown PvP. I like how you know you run, you you run your community, how you interact with your community, the services, the, the, how you provide for the community. So, big congrats to the Palatown community. I just wish you all a lot of success in twenty twenty four. London, you're going to make me cry. <laughs> I hope that wasn't too long, but I really wanted to say that for a while. Oh, no, I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, you know, I I really enjoy being part of, of that community and the Pokemon Go community in general. And um, I'm glad. I, I do worry that uh, sometimes you'll peek in on one of my streams when I'm molding because that does happen sometimes. <laughs> I'll oh, get gosh, pretty, yeah. pretty upset at, at like throwing battles. Same. All of us do it. I think we all... <laughs> kind of perform better off stream but we we do this because we enjoy it and we do it because other people benefit from it and they they learn from it and that's kind of what we're here for so if we have the mall for 30 seconds and, <laughs> and still provide the content that they're there to see that's okay <laughs> all right let's let's talk about you more um yeah so i would love to have you know some some of the listeners here to tune in to the streams um i stream nightly at 9 p.m pacific standard time on twitch my twitch handle is hm london and then also you can find me on twitter uh actually x formerly known as twitter oh, yes. my new my handle is hm london pogo so awesome. definitely check me out i um always doing something pokemon related so tune in yeah sweet and for me i have been i've been hard at work doing a lot of breakdowns for upcoming metas so we've done a that's myself and lyle jeffs who i mentioned on the podcast quite a bit Uh, we've done a complete breakdown of the enchanted and serene metas for battle frontier we also recently, just this morning, my time, did a breakdown of Little Holiday Cup, and I've also just finished filming the six-minute version as well, which I'll put up on the Palatown PvP YouTube channel. We're also actually starting to put out shorts as well, so shorts on YouTube and uh, little videos on TikTok to really break that, <laughs> to really like condense the meta even further to just under a minute, so you might see that come across your feed sooner or later we've done one for the knockout cup and i've just filmed one for the little holiday cup as well oh nice i'm gonna make sure i follow you on tiktok you know that's my learning style i like short digestible clips so i'm definitely gonna tune in to to get ahead in the metas that are coming up thank you our pleasure and with that we love hearing from you if you have any questions or suggestions for myself or DeFi, you can direct that to PVP corner at gocastpodcast.com. You can also send us voicemail or physical mail to the GoCast PO box. Take a look at the show description for the phone number and the PO box address in the show description. You can also click on more fish or more DeFi to take you to our other projects and ways to contact us. And I'll also make sure to grab the links from London so you can go and check out more of his work. And don't forget to listen to the other two shows on the podcast feed. We've got the main GoCast podcast to get your news, tips, and community in the world of Pokemon Go and the newest addition to the family, Star Piece, where Chris and Lachlan recently interviewed Ian Waterfall from the Incense podcast. And with that, we'll see you next week. Bye.